to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones to part two of this series of my favorite wellness practices. I can't wait to dive more into this. If you did not already listen to part one of this, you could totally listen to this first. doesn't matter the order, but just know this is part two of my favorite wellness practices. And on last week's episode, we talked about the first two, which were tongue scraping and jade ice rolling. And today we are going to get into the remaining three of of my favorite wellness practices. So I, I'm just so passionate about doing things other than food and workouts to support my life. Like there are so many other things that we can do that have been, you know, going in, in different uh, like parts of the world for thousands of years that they've been doing. And it's just so cool when we're able to start implementing things like this into our daily lives and seeing the results of that. So uh, I can't wait to talk to you about it. But before we get into it, I want to let you know about the Mind Your Hormones Method. If this is something that you have been, you know, thinking about, I want to just paint a little picture for you, okay? Because the Mind Your Hormones Method is literally changing the generational future of women's health. Like, let me just freaking call that out right now because this is how powerful it is. So imagine being able to completely feel so confident and so sure in exactly how you're taking care of your health so that you not only know how to get your period back, how to regulate your period, how to safely stop hormonal birth control, how to activate your fertility to naturally conceive, not only do you know how to do all those things and then see it actually panning out so that you do have a regular pain-free period, so that you are safely off hormonal birth control, so that you do get the positive pregnancy test, not only will the Mind Your Hormones Method lead you to that, but it will also allow you to know how to maintain this level of health and consistently be able to create this lifestyle that supports you. Instead of this freaking crash diets that we've been on and doing stuff for a little bit and then falling off or trying this and it not working, like who, or if you're freaking over that, the Mind Your Hormones Method is for you because it's just so amazing when you're able to wake up, know how to support yourself, know what, like feeling confident about the choices you're making of how to build your meals, of the supplements to take, of how to work out, of all these things just make you feel your best. And what's awesome about the Mind Your Hormones Method is that I make it so freaking simple. It's so potent. It's so simple. It's so amazing. This curriculum is fire. Like the transformation that come out of this program are just unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. It's not only from my personal experience of what I do day in and day out to maintain this level of health, even while having PCOS, but it's also so much professional experience. And it's been recently revamped it from having run this program for almost two years of knowing like what 
actually works and what gives you the results that you desire oh, in such a fun way. I'm freaking obsessed with it. So if you want in on this freaking party and you want to be part of this generation who we are changing the generational future of women's health and you want to wake up and feel your best and know how to freaking take care of yourself and know you don't have to be perfect in order to do so, then message me on Instagram at Angelica. Send me a text. All the information is in the show notes so that you are able to access this amazing opportunity. And if so, I cannot freaking wait to see you in there. Oh my God. I just love it so much. Okay. So with that being said, let's get into the remaining three wellness practices that I can't wait to talk to you about. So we are going to talk about I'm going to say number one, but it's really number three because the other two were last week. Okay. So number three or number one for today is coconut pulling or oil pulling. Now I mentioned this on my Instagram, I don't know, last week, maybe when I was talking about things that I was doing, um, you know, how people talk about like sweating for the wedding. I was like, here's my version of sweating for the wedding, which at the time of this recording, I will be a married woman. What? Like, so no, not the time it's recording. Not yet. But at the time that you're hearing it, I will be, which is so freaking crazy. But this is something that is so amazing for our oral flora. If you're noticing a theme here, the, on last week's episode, we talked about tongue scraping. Now we're talking about oil pulling, which is supportive for your oral health. I'm really huge on oral health because it's your freaking mouth. It's your teeth. Like our smile is everything. Like you want to just have a nice freaking mouth to live in, right? So oil pulling. All right. So I'm going to say coconut pulling because I do this with coconut oil. Traditionally with Ayurveda, it has been done with sesame oil. Um, but I have coconut oil on hand because I also cook with it. So I just use that. And I, I like it for other reasons as well that we're going to talk about. So what I mean when I say coconut pulling, if you're like, Corinne, what the fuck are you talking about? It's literally just like mouthwashing with coconut oil. So you put coconut oil in your mouth, you swish it around just like you are mouthwashing, but it's a little bit more in depth than that. It's not as short of a period of time to keep it in your mouth and you, and don't spit it down your sink. I'll talk about that, all the specifics in a second, but let me just talk to you about why I do it and all the benefits of it. So the health benefits of this oil pulling is to improve your oral flora, right? We have bacteria in our, in our mouths. So we really want to always make sure that we're improving that it prevents tooth decay. It alleviates bad breath. It strengthens the tissues of your teeth and your gums, and it does help whiten your teeth, specifically coconut oil. We're talking about the whitening part. Okay. It literally like sucks the dirt and the toxins out of your mouth and creates a clean antiseptic oral environment that contributes to the proper flow of like our liquids, our saliva that is needed to prevent cavities, to prevent gingivitis, to prevent any oral diseases. Like it's so freaking amazing. Think about the amount of, you know, food particles that get in our mouth, the amount of bacteria just from breathing that gets in our mouth, the amount of you talk as much as I do, like there's a lot of shit happening in there. So yes, obviously brushing your teeth, hopefully at least twice a day. If you're not like, let's just start there. We need to be freaking brushing our teeth twice a day, but I'm assuming that you do. But on top of that, like let's do more to not only improve the look of our teeth. Cause yeah, we all want whiter teeth, but, um, you know me, I'm not about to use some of that, you know, toxic whitening crest shit that has horrible chemicals in it. So I'm going to do the slower option that maybe takes more time over time, but it doesn't rip the enamel off my teeth or load me with toxins. And that's what coconut oil pulling is. So 
it's really, really amazing. It's also one of the most effective, like natural health solutions known to scientists to prevent tooth decay and tooth loss. How cool is that? Right? Like that is so amazing. So our mouths host over 600 different species of bacteria, which are like living on our teeth, on our tongue, hence last week's part one episode about tongue scraping, lives in the soft tissues of our cheeks and on our tonsils. Like there's a lot happening in there. So the oral cavity adjoins the esophagus, the nasal passages, the sinuses, and the intricate ear cavities, right? So our nose, mouth, throat, ears, it's all connected. So by improving our, you know, oral mouth, like our teeth, our tongue, our cheeks, all of that, it's also supporting our esophagus, our nasal passageways, our sinuses, our ears. Like again, when you improve one thing, you improve everything. So with coconut oil, this is also like, again, traditionally with Ayurvedic, this is an Ayurvedic practice. Again, notice a theme. I love Ayurvedic medicine. Um, this is something that they traditionally did with sesame oil, but I prefer, like I said, I prefer coconut oil, um, because not only does it help with the whitening of the teeth, but it also is antimicrobial because it has a high amount of lauric acid in it. So it's antiviral, it's antimicrobial. So it's just really amazing. Even if like you're trying to support your immune system with antiviral things, antimicrobial things. Like it's really, really awesome for that too. So this is why I like to do it with um, coconut oil. It's also, coconut oil has also been shown to help support your hormones. It helps battle candida. If you are somebody that has candida, which I talked about on Tuesday's episode with Bridget Carroll, was something that I was struggling with for literally decades and thought it was gone, wasn't gone, all this stuff. So um, it helps with that. That. It helps improve your digestion. It's good for obviously moisturizing your skin, reducing cellulite. Obviously, the cellulite, the moisture on your skin, that's not happening just from oil pulling. Like, I'm just talking about coconut oil in general. Like, this, yes, I use it for the oil pulling, but right now, the benefits that I'm talking about it for balancing your hormones, it helps if you are using coconut oil in your food for helping battle candida. The oral pulling, the oil pulling with it, yes, that can help with candida because, again, your oral mouth is connected to your digestion. So that does help with that as well. But again, you could use coconut oil to moisturize your skin. It helps reduce cellulite, helps decrease wrinkles and age spots. If you are using it as your moisturizer, instead of using a lotion, um, when you are consuming it in small amounts with coconut oil, it is a very dense oil. So it's not something you need to have a ton of if you are putting it on food or something, but it does support your blood sugar. It can improve your energy. It helps increase your good cholesterol, the HDL and lowers the quote unquote bad cholesterol LDL. Like it's amazing. Okay. And it's also really, really absorbable, which is why you can experience a lot of these benefits by oil pulling, right? Like I do recommend with cooking with it and putting it on foods here and there, but because our skin, right? Like anything that you put on your skin, it you absorb 80% of it. So even by oil pulling, you are getting these benefits. So with that being said, of course, we want to use high quality oil for this, even though you're not swallowing it after, it's still being absorbed into your body. So making sure that you are using organic, unrefined coconut oil to ensure there's no additives in it. And unrefined, it just means it's in its most pure and natural state. 
state so that it doesn't contain any um, like harmful or unnatural substances. Okay. So um, when I do this, I use it with, I, I do like probably just like a big scoop of it, like a, like a big spoon, do a big scoop of that, put it in your mouth and is it the most enjoyable? I mean, I'm kind of used to it now, but it doesn't taste the best. It's not going to taste like a nice mouthwash that maybe you might be used to, but I love it. So it's just like, I do these things not because I'm like, oh, let me do this because it tastes good. I do this because I know it's good for my health. And I know if I want to have whiter teeth and I'm not going to use these other chemicals, like I'll deal with it not tasting that great. Like that's just how I am. So anyway, take a big scoop of it here's how I do it. I do it at night before I brush my teeth. So I'll do it at while I'm like dry brushing, which is the next thing we're going to talk about. I'll do it while I'm um, like getting my, my bed together or whatever. Like I do it for about five to 10 minutes. So I will either do it while I'm dry brushing, getting ready for the shower, or I'll do it um, in the shower for the whole time I'm showering. And then I spit it out after, um, because you could do it for like two minutes. You could do it for up to 10 minutes. There's different uh, like theories on this. Some people just say like, oh no, the two minutes is fine. In traditional Ayurvedic medicine, they say like 10 to 15 minutes, but honestly do the best you can. Sometimes I do it for just two minutes. Sometimes I'll do it for 10 minutes. Sometimes I'll do it for 15 minutes. Like it just kind of depends. Um, any minutes are better than no minutes. That's what I always say. So, so do that either before you brush your teeth while you're in the shower, whatever. But the main thing is you want to make sure that you are brushing your teeth after, obviously, because you want to get like that oil, not that residue off your teeth and off your, you know, out of your mouth. Um, and the other important thing to note about this is to not spit this down the sink or down the drain in the shower because coconut oil, when it gets cold, it hardens. So it could clog your pipes up. So either spit it in your toilet bowl. I don't really do that because I'm like, well, is it going to clog the toilet bowl pipes? Like, I don't want to do that. So I just spit it in the garbage can. So just make sure that you are not spitting it in your pipes and you're not clogging your shit up. I don't want you to be like, oh my God, Corinne told me to do this. And now my pipes are all fucked up. Like, no, spit it in your garbage can. Okay. And then the last thing I'm going to say about this is that, um, Ayurveda talks about like oil gargling and, you know, oil pulling to purify your entire system because it whole, it it talks about that each section of the tongue, again, like we talked about with tongue, uh, scraping is connected to different organs, such as your kidneys, lungs, liver, heart, small intestines, stomach, colon, like all of it. So when you are gargling and, and mouthwashing with oil, it is really helping support your entire system and purify your entire system. So anything that we do to improve our oral health is really improving every single other organ, you know, that's associated with those spots on the tongue, which is so cool. If you want more information about that and you didn't already listen to part one, go back to part one. Okay. So that is coconut pulling. Now the next one is the fourth one. The second one for today is dry brushing. I'm not going to go deep into this one because I did an entire episode on it. So I will link that episode below, but there was no way that I was going to be talking about my top five wellness practices without talking about dry brushing, because this is something that I have been doing for years, probably almost a decade. And I love it so much. And what we talk about in that episode where I did completely on dry brushing, is how it simulates our lymphatic system. And I mentioned this in the part one of this wellness practice series as well, but it is so crucial that we do things to stimulate and massage our lymphatic system because it doesn't have like a natural pump 
to pump its own, you know, movement of the lymphatic system. It needs stimulation. It needs massage. It needs dry brushing. It needs things to actually stimulate it. So dry brushing is just an amazing way to do that. It also helps with cellulite. It just, it, it's, it's an amazing practice. But again, I'm going to just link that episode below because I did a whole podcast on it, but I just had to make sure that I mentioned it in here in case you missed that other episode, because it is an amazing practice that I do every, well, okay. I maybe I've skipped a night here or there, but I do, you know, 80% of the week I'm doing that every single night. Um, and I love it so much. And I will link below the dry brush that I use or one on Amazon, super easy to get. And how I remember to do this. I don't know if I talked about this in the dry brushing episode, so I'll, I'll pop it in right here. The way that I remember to do these things is to habit stack, right? And depending on where you're at in your journey, you might be right now, like just working on building meals that are supporting your blood sugar. Or you're like, Corinne, I'm really like focusing right now on starting to do movements that feel good to me. Or I'm just getting used to having warm lemon water in the morning. Depending on where you're at, adding these things might not be top priority for you. But I trust that you will take this information and do what's best for you and implement it when it's aligned for you and try it out. And if it works, good. If it doesn't, move on, right? Like I'm always just sharing what works best for me, what's worked with my clients and and the stuff that I really believe in and I know will support you. And if you want to try that out, go for it. If it's not the best time for you to do it now, you can always try another time, okay? But for dry brushing, what I do is I have a little hook um, in our shower that has the dry brush on it. So I see it before I go in the shower. So I remember to do it before I go in the shower. It's always like just the path of least resistance. How can you make things stick out to you so that you remember to do them and just habit stack it. I just do it right before I get into the shower. Okay, I'm gonna shower. So I know I'm showering every single night. I'm a night shower. So, okay, I'm just going to dry brush for two minutes before I get in the shower. So that's how I remember to do that. For the oil pulling, this is something that I will sometimes forget because it's not like right out in the open. Um, so sometimes what I'll do is I'll leave some coconut oil in the cabinet where the toothpaste is so that I remember to do it. There's so many different ways that you could do this to keep it top of mind for you. I don't like having a ton of stuff out. So like, I'm not just going to leave the huge coconut oil because I get the huge one from Costco. So like, I'm not just going to leave that huge tub out, but I could, I'll put it sometimes in like another Mason jar or something and put that underneath the sink where we have the toothpaste or whatever, so that I remember to see it and it triggers a response. Um, because I've been doing things like this for so long, I honestly remember things. Once I do it a couple times, I just remember it. And I, like, I just get into a pattern of it. And I'm sure you can relate to that. So whatever you need to do to remember these things, I'm just giving you little tips that have helped me. Okay. So dry brushing, check out the episode. I'll link it below. And the last one is cold shower. Now, if you know me, you know that I freaking hate everything about the cold. I am a warm weather person through and freaking through. Like I love being warm. I am not someone that likes the cold. However, for a really long time now, years, I have been ending my showers with cold water. I am not someone that is taking a full cold shower. And I also do this at night. I know a lot of people will talk about doing this in the morning. I'm not a morning shower person, um, unless I get like a spray tan or something and then I have to rinse off in the morning. But I like getting in bed clean. Um, and I, I, I just shower at night. It's just what works best for me. So I don't shower in the morning. Um, so when I do, unless I might go to the sauna or something in the morning and then I shower, whatever, you know what I'm saying. But I mainly shower at night. So what I do is I do my normal shower. And then before I get out 
honestly, it depends. Sometimes I'll do it for like a minute, sometimes 30 seconds, sometimes three minutes. Like it totally depends. It's definitely not always the same, but I will end my shower with just cold water. And I'm not going to lie to you. It is not enjoyable at first. Okay. It is not the most fun thing to do, but there are so many benefits of it. And now it's kind of something that I crave. And also the reason why I actually started this was because it's really good for your hair. (laughs) Like it seals the hair in. It helps with static. It helps with frizz. It supports your skin. It also gives you some energy, but I do it at night. So it doesn't give me energy where it's keeping me up. Um, there's also been studies that show that actually helps you have a deeper sleep when you do that. But that's really, to be honest with you, that's the main reason why I started doing it. And then obviously I learned about all the other benefits of it. So let me tell you about what those benefits are. When you're exposing yourself to the colds like that, it improves the way that your body is actually responding to stress and it helps lower your stress levels, your cortisol specifically. Um, and the reason why this is, is because it's a shock to your system. Like you're like, whoa, especially after a hot shower, you're like, holy shit, this is freaking so cold. And when you have a shock to your system, it causes your sympathetic part of your nervous system, that fight or flight to rev up. So it's like, okay, you've got that fight or flight response going, like think like your heart rate might increase, your breathing might increase, your, your, your senses are sharpened. You're just like, okay, I'm alert. Here we go. This is what's happening. And when you, as your body starts adjusting to that cold temperature, you start to return to the parasympathetic side of our nervous system, the rest and digest state. And by triggering that short period of temporary stress, you help your body get used to handling stress over time and becoming more adept to controlling your cortisol levels when they do spike. So it's literally training you for when there are stressful situations in your life, how you can more quickly get back into parasympathetic, how you can more quickly lower those cortisol levels over time. That's how you're training your body. Because when you are shocked like that and you're staying in that shocked that shocked way, it's forcing you to control your breath, like literally breathing through it. It's a breathing practice. And I've been more consistent with this after my bachelorette party. So a couple months ago was my bachelorette party. Part of the thing that we did was we went to this amazing spa and there were all these different, like it was like a water journey. There were different hot tubs, there were different saunas, and there was a cold plunge. And I had never done a cold plunge in my life because I was like, F this, I freaking hate being cold, but it was part of the circuit. And I was like, I'm doing it. And you had to stay in this, I think it was 50 degrees, which doesn't sound cold until it's water and you are in a bathing suit and you put your entire body in it. It literally feels like a tub of ice. And you had to stay in it for a minute and doing it three times, like not three minutes in a row. You do a minute, get out, go in a sauna, go back. And I think the fact that there was a sauna waiting for me after helped, but... I went in and I just fully, I closed my eyes and I fully went to my breath and just did like a breathing meditation practice. And I stayed in for the full minute and it, the breathing is what got me through that. And that's exactly how you can do it in the shower as well. So not only is it supporting your body from learning how to adapt from that fight or flight and going into rest and digest, 
you're using your breath and it's teaching us that our breath is always there for us to help us in any situation, whether you're standing in freezing cold water and you're learning how to calm your system down, or you're in the middle of a really freaking stressful situation and you are like, okay, let me just go back to my breath. So it's really, really amazing to help with your stress response. And I know a lot of my clients are working on supporting their cortisol levels and working on their stress response because our cortisol is a top tier hormone. This is why the second module in the Mind Your Hormones Method is all about supporting your nervous system and your stress response because it is a top tier hormone. Insulin and cortisol are top tier hormones. The first module of the Mind Your Hormones Method is all about your blood sugar and the second module is all about your nervous system because if our stress levels are not under control, it is impossible for us to have a regular pain fee, fee, pain, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. A regular pain free period to have regular ovulation to just support our overall wellness. It's impossible. So I know that this is something that is top of mind for many of my clients and maybe it is for you too. So it's just another thing to have into your tool belt that you could start practicing when you first do it start small. You're going to maybe want to do it. Not, well, not want to do it, but you're going to maybe be able to last for 10 seconds. Okay, cool. 10 seconds. The next time, maybe you'll last for 15 seconds. This is not all or nothing. You're going to be taking showers for the rest of time. So just like build yourself up to this. And this is something that you are interested in doing. It also, aside from the stress um, response part, it does help your immune system as well because, again, our stress response, everything is connected, right? So like I say a hundred times, when you support one thing, you support everything. So it does help support your immune system. There are also studies that say it helps with fat burning because it revs up your metabolism. It also does give you energy. It's good for your hair, skin, nails, all the things. So um, th- those are the reasons why I do it, and I don't do it consistently. In the winter, it's a lot harder. Well, that's actually true. I do end the shower with cold every single time. Again, because I really want to seal my skin, close the pores, close the hair up on my, close the, um, what are those freaking called? The, the hair seal, seal the hair shut. That's not the right word. I can't think of the word I want to say right now, but you know what I'm saying? Um, but sometimes I do it for five seconds. Sometimes I'll do it for a minute. It totally depends. There's no, there's no, you know, right or wrong. Do what feels best for you, but it's just a really cool thing to implement. And when you do it more consistently, you will notice that it does support your stress response. Like you will see that. And that's what keeps you going back with all of these things, with these wellness practices, with the way that I teach you how to support yourself nutritionally and movement wise. The more that you do it, the more that you actually see the result, the more you're going to keep coming back to it. It's exactly what I always tell my clients, whether they're my private clients, they're in the mind, your hormones method they're in another program. I always say like the consistency is something that needs to just be a act of discipline in the beginning. And then once you actually see the results, once my clients start seeing how much better they feel, once they start seeing that they're regularly ovulated, once they start seeing that the pain is going away, once they start seeing that their skin is brighter, all these things, that's the motivation to keep them going because the results are there. So that is really just like, I just wanted to throw that in there. So I hope that you like this little series of my top five wellness practices. 
Again, I will link the dry brushing episode below. I'll also link part one of this episode of this series below if you missed it. Um, I'm just obsessed with all things wellness, obviously. So if you loved this, I would love if you shared your biggest takeaway or which one you're going to start trying and tag me on Instagram stories so I could see it. And thank you for being here. I love when you DM me and just tell me that you're listening when you're walking your dog or when you're doing laundry or when you're driving or whatever you're doing. Like I just think it's the coolest thing ever. Um, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so happy for this community. I love you so much. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.